Have you ever noticed that this is the only ad that plays on Star Wars in character? Well, that's because our supporters on Patreon are the ones who make it possible for us to go through the entire show without stopping to play or read or involve a awkwardly timed ad that is never the right length for you just to be able to fast forward through it. You always fast forward past where the show picks up and then you have to rewind and sometimes you miss what they're talking about and it becomes a whole mess. And we don't have that problem. Thanks to our supporters on Patreon. And if you want to learn how you can be part of that support and get access to the exclusive releases we post on our Patreon page, please visit that page at patreon.com slash news as. The first lesson of being a Sith Bith is learning the notes. Every good boy deserves flange. Get the guitar. This is Star Wars in Character, the podcast that takes a closer look at some of the elements that make up the Star Wars universe. Backstories, histories, and details you never knew, wanted to know, or ever need to know. Now here are this week's panelists of Star Wars in Character. Today we're talking about Biff. It was a Biff. What, Lorraine? What? That's George. Hello, butthead. (laughs) Head. You didn't tell me the car had a blind spot. <laughs> well, Biff, I, I don't know, David. Should I say the Biff or is it just Biff? All right, you can say whatever you want. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's the, I'm, I did research on the Biff species. Okay. Um, they appear not, not the movie species, which I know Tim was a big fan of. Oh, yeah, I like that Biff movie. Species. There's a couple scenes in it. Look at smoking. Lauren Helgenberger was hot then. So it was Michael Madsen. Michael Madsen was a good looking gentleman. He's always good looking. And then there's Natasha Hentridge. Oh, mm-hmm. She looked good back then. And oh, then she's still doesn't look good now? I haven't seen her in a while. Yeah, she looks okay now. She's, she's no species anymore. <laughs> I haven't no seen species. her since the whole 10 yards. Um, have you seen Kelly McGillis? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To serve with love. <laughs> Forrest Whitaker was in Species to tie it back to Star Wars. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You come to kill. <laughs> I, just, I, like? I don't even know what the line is. I just—it's my my over exaggeration of Tim's already exaggerated impression. I love it. It's just going to evolve into its own thing by the end of the year. Uh, what was he like when you met him? Or didn't he talk? Or he's just not. He wasn't very talkative, but it was nice and polite. His table, his table was so so long, like I couldn't yeah. really like get to him. Like it had to slide across. He was real quiet. I, yeah. I had, uh, I just I, I mentioned the movie Smoke to him. I said, "Hey man, I really like the movie Smoke. You were great in that. Thank you for making that movie." He's like, "Thank you." Yeah, two hundred fifty dollars, please. Anybody. Anybody that can't even look up and say a proper thank you, he just he hates you. Like he hates all of you. <laughs> well, his his face was down, but his eye was up. Oh. <laughs> Did anyone have him sign Ghost Dog? <laughs> I didn't see any Ghost Dog merchandise there. No. Uh, well, the Bith appears in episode one, two, four, and six, the special edition. What? That's what it says. That's it. Well, I think in the Jedi Rocks, one of the new band members. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's six, but one and yeah. two you threw me off of. They're in that? 
Yeah, they're uh, in the uh, they're in the crowd. Oh, okay. They're in, yeah, they're in also the in the scene? Senate. Yeah, they, I can uh, see this. Uh, if but Senate scene for both movies, I, guess, I don't even remember now. It's been so long. Since I've seen yeah, the there's a, there's definitely a Senate thing going on. There. Okay, all right, that makes sense. And Continue. I, I'm saying this. Like, I'm saying this again. I don't care what anyone says. I'm proud of these names coming up. These names are are top notch. Someone needs so, to do a hash mark and I almost said hashtag hash count off when Chris says these names suck, and I'm really proud of these names. There's nothing ever in between. Someone, someone will. They will, yeah. Go back. <laughs> All right. My name is Ass Crack Chris. <laughs> name me that. Today, I'm also with Gluteus Matamus. That's good. That's right. that's a good one. I'll give you that. Again, and um, then people have to mark how many times I say that, which I say a lot as well. Derriere Dave. <laughs> and Tukus Tim. Oh, Tukus. Those are good. Thank you. Are you doing that because of the butt head thing? You're damn right. That would have funny, but oh no, it's those guys? No, I just did it for, you know, butts. <laughs> yeah. I thought this was a woman. No, yeah, this is ass, ass uh, heads. We always call them. Those heads are very calipigious. <laughs> is that what you called them? Ass heads? Ass heads, yeah. Oh, yeah. Who did? Me. I, I did as a kid. Look like an ass. You. Oh, I did. I don't believe you. I don't believe you. You know, you, my, you know my language in my mouth. Who were you talking to? Yeah. Mom. Priests. <laughs> nuns. Yeah, the priests. Confession. <laughs> Confession. You know. Ass I actually confessed. I've touched myself looking at the egg, at the ass men 12 times this week. Are we Are we going to release the pictures that Tim sent us of these things? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, we were sending a little picture action back and forth. And oh, Tim, I forgot about that. I did see those at one point. Yes. Tim, Tim did a little, a little art, art on one of them. Yeah, say. someone spilled a little poutine on top of that bit. Poutine. <laughs> I will never eat poutine again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bithisa. All right. The Bith are an ancient and highly evolved intelligent species from the planet Clack. Door seven. Seven. That sounds very Star Trek y. It does. I, I hate these. It's actually clack with the apostrophe in between clack. Uh, okay. Door seven. This is Alfie Santa seven or whatever the hell that line is from. <laughs> you know how I know that? And it's, it's not- the Alpha six. That's it. Yeah, whatever. I know more about Star Trek than Matt. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> That's okay. I know I know the clack door seven. Not because we did figure Dan, but on um, Thirty Rock, Tina Fey sings a song to the 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 Cantina Band theme, which says "Figuring Dan, the Cluhorn Man, he's from Clagdor Savon." Are you serious? Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> what the hell? What I don't the think they like Tina Fey, huh? What the hell's with that show and Tina Fey? Oh, <laughs> but I dare you to watch Wine Country. Nope. I actually did, Dave. It's yeah. okay. It's not great. Yeah. It's okay. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> really sorry. It has. Anna Gostire is funny. And uh, and what's yeah. her name? My Rudolph is funny. They're the two best parts. And it's moments. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I agree to disagree. Well, this is going to be a sexy episode. A sexisode. Oh, no, yeah, turn the lights down. Oh. Yep. And some <laughs> candles. So down the lights. Get yourself perfume on the <laughs> on the what? What are you putting perfume on? <laughs> the light bulb. The light bulb. 
Oh, I started a fire. I'll be back. A little bit of Giorgio. I got CVS. Whoops. I put alcohol on something that's really hot. Not a good move. Pour yourself a glass of crevassier. Rosé. So if you're a new listener to the show. How nice. So nice. (laughs) If you're a new listener to the show, we have an explicit tag for a reason on places like iTunes as long as it exists and uh, uh, and Stitcher and things like that. So if you're heading out with the fam, maybe on the way to Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland, <laughs> thought, thought you'd uh, pop right. in a podcast, you should probably choose another one. Look, Junior, it's a Star Wars podcast. You like the figment Dan the Cluehard man. He's from Clagdor 7, isn't he? <laughs> yes, Daddy. Let's listen to this one. There's poutine on that boy's head. What is he talking about, Dad? <laughs> Daddy, the man makes me feel uncomfortable. Hey, you haven't even gotten into it yet. Ass throat. <laughs> throat butt. Throat butt. That's what shit. Uh, either one. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about the look to start with. Yes. All right. So pale skin, large eyes, and a mouth hidden Purple beneath people three, <laughs> Yeah. A mouth hidden beneath three folds of moist skin. <laughs> Is the man so, the taint then, I guess? Look, I just want to let, let let you guys suck on that for a minute. It's <laughs> it's a mouth hidden between three folds of moist skin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and and I'm instantly reminded of Chris's conversation with Kevin Smith. <laughs> and that's on an old episode, but Chris got to talk to Kevin Smith and ask Kevin Smith what his favorite Star Wars character was. And do you remember this, Chris? I, do. I remember talking to him. I don't remember who he said. You don't remember? Oh, is it these guys? No. It's always interesting to, to find out what you do remember and what I you remember. don't. I don't remember where I'm at. <laughs> okay. He said nine nub. Oh yeah! Oh, and then, and then he asked, "Did Chris ask why, or did he just Kevin Smith just volunteer why?" You don't have to ask Kevin Smith why. He's Good just going to yep. start talking. Yeah, yeah. And he said he likes it because of the appearance and what it looks like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I submit that the Biff has more of a stinky pie hole mouth mm-hmm. than Nine Nub. What do you think? I I see it. I definitely see it. Yeah. Especially with that description. One is definitely more meat curtain than the other. <laughs> you said that so seriously. <laughs> and you called them the buttheads. I mean, these, yeah. this type of alien is called a craniopod. That's funny. And, That's and awesome. A crani- it's, it's just so ridiculous. Is, if, one of them becomes, if one of them becomes a, a, a leader of an army, is he a cranial commander? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> craniopods are anything and any not just star wars anything with the large head and it's often always a villain like i'm reminded of the leader from hulk like the hulk oh, villain yeah. or sinestro from greenland or and even megamind Megamine, yeah. yeah so it's always like they're always evil things with the, the big head not these necessarily but what the rest of their biology I like because I like when we do these backstories for there to be reasons for things. And whomever wrote this came up with reasons for stuff, and I like it. Nonsense. Is this Legends? Because if it's Legends, y'all are ruining everything in 1938. It's to- it's all Legends. Oh, we're, yeah. well, we're, that guy's mad. 
That's all I look at. Yeah, Ian's. <laughs> Ian's are mad. First of all, they have lidless eyes, which is always weird. They don't blink? They don't blink. They don't have eyelids. Let's walk around with a spray bottle psst, psst, in each eye yeah, every 10 exactly. seconds. So the best place to go is Tatooine, yeah. where it's very bright, <laughs> bright and sandy. And yeah. sandstorms and yeah, all that dry stuff. Out up there. They get through a shit ton of Bausch and Lomb. Space Visine. Do you guys, Matt and Tim, do you wear glasses? Do you, do you wear contacts? I used to. I'm now at the age where I don't give a fuck. It's too much. It's more trouble than it's worth. Never, must, never tried. It must be awful to not wear contacts. Or no, to, wear to, contacts. to have to put them in. Contacts, I, yeah. I hate that when people do that and they push them in their eyeball and you hear the eye juice. Oh, I hate yeah. that. Yeah. My dad wore contacts. I never understood why. It's like, who are you trying to impress? You're six foot four and fat. <laughs> <laughs> Tim was three saying this, you know? <laughs> yeah. Who are you trying to impress, Tim? <laughs> well, these large eyes allowed them to focus on microscopic uh, things on the allowed them to Small focus stuff. on things to a microscopic degree, which made them nearsighted, actually. Oh, no. <laughs> but when you end up seeing where what most of these creatures end up becoming mainly engineers and musicians it makes sense the microscopic eyes actually probably good for note reading like if you're reading sheet music sure so i i like where this is going they have toeless feet this has nothing to do with anything yeah i always heard you need toes to stand and walk they have have hooves well tom dempsey who is uh has the all-time record for nfl field goal Length, 63 yards. He had no toes on his foot. I knew that. Where do they go? Cheater. He was born without him. What? Yeah, he only had like half a foot. He kicked a 63-yard field goal for the Saints in like 1970. It's a t- it's tied for the record. Yeah, come on. Who doesn't know that? Did he just hit it with his like nub? Like <laughs> Yeah. The front of his shoe was just squared off. I got to oh, tell yeah, you. I got advantage. I got to tell you a story, Dave, and Chris and Tim will enjoy, probably enjoy this because we've done a lot of Charles Barkley stuff. This has nothing to do with anything except sports, but I will not Stupid remember. Hit. I will not remember the story. I, a guy I met and hung out with in Hawaii. He's a cameraman. He's like kind of like our friend Smitty, independent camera guy. But he does a lot of golf tournaments in there in Hawaii, and he was he's like he asked where I was from. I was originally from Florida. I'm like, no, I'm from Philadelphia. He's like, oh, are you a Sixers fan? I'm like, sure. And he's like, let me show you this. He showed me a picture with him and Dr. J. Um, yeah. Fairly recently from a golf tournament. He's like, yeah, it was, it was them and a bunch of basketball guys for a, for a uh, tournament here. And we, he's like, you know who Charles Barkley is, right? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I do. He's like, we went to dinner and you know the, the celebrity, the players sat on one table and the crew is another. And Charles Barkley came over and hung out. He's really cool. He's talking to me. He's like, so you from Hawaii? He's like, oh, yeah. He's like, you Hawaiian? No, no, actually, I'm half Japanese, half German. Half Japanese, half German. How the fuck did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> I love Charles. I was Barkley. like, that doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> I love him so much. He's hilarious. That's a great story. <laughs> all right. So, in addition to those things, they also had long fingers. The long fingers were good for fine motor skills. Not they had awful gross motor skills. Like you couldn't ask them to like you know, stack crates or anything like that because they were worthless and stuff like that. But they had fine motor skills, which made them good at things like instruments. See where I'm going with this? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. How, How slower? At Jenga. <laughs> Jenga. 
They were noseless, except they did have olfactory organs. How but they did they smell? Awful. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> What's well, funny because the, they did have olfactory organs, but they were deep within the meat flaps. Oh, meat flaps. Everything so were- smells like moist in here. <laughs> <laughs> they had one lung and exhaled through their skin. Ew. How did they blow the clawhorn? Yeah, could- that's a woodwind. <laughs> they could still blow out, but that's not how they breathed. So what? not having not having to take a breath. Is, while this, playing, is this in the notes? Or are you making this shit up? No, this is, is this another Consindros Follis or whatever the hell one you made up that one time? <laughs> I didn't make that up. That was the Big Bird one. Yeah, but you yeah. made up the story. Oh, I did, didn't I? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's no. right. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 this is real. They not having to take a breath while you're playing would make you a better musician. That's Kenny song. G. He has the one note world record. Yeah. Are you saying Kenny is <laughs> Kenny G exhales through his skin? Mm, that hair doesn't <laughs> grow on its own naturally. I don't know what that meant. <laughs> I like it though. The most complex sense, though, was their sense of hearing. They could sense the tones and sounds like no other species could, which made them expert musicians. So all these things added up. It, that's why a lot of them end up becoming musicians. Um, because of all these senses being honed, they were also sensitive to any kind of seismic waves or explosions, which means if they got near anything, like a, if a grenade went off near them, it would make their head pop. Oh, oh man. <laughs> it's like the Martians in Mars Attacks when they played the yeah. was it Dwight Yoakam? Yeah. Or, Indian Love Call. By yeah. Slim Whitman. <laughs> That's what it was. Yeah. Oh, no, that was Cattle Call. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, you're excused. No one, no one knew but you. Slim yeah, Whitman, right. Eddie Arnold, same guy. So the head would pop like a pimple. Anytime there was any kind of like pressure or a loud noise. Yeah. Like I wish Tim, we just would have seen noise. that in a movie or a cartoon show or something. Yeah, a cartoon show for kids. That would have been great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know you might. <laughs> they also didn't need to sleep. Oh, the, fuck that. That's I must they, be half Bith right now. <laughs> that's on two hours sleep in the last two weeks. Yeah, it feels like it. They had evolved past needing to sleep. They would go into like a meditative zone for a couple of hours to rest, but they were still kind of cognizant and active and knew what was going on. But they never actually slept, which I think would also be good for being a musician. Like you could play for long periods of time. Who knows how long their sets were at like the cantina? They never left. I mean, they they could play. They could play. For all day, like they they never needed to sleep, stop and rest and sleep and stuff like that. They don't get tired then from doing everything. From like- it, didn't, it didn't say they would get tired. It would just say that they would be able to rest in this kind of like state, uh, this this zone that they would go into. Huh. Okay. So do it work. So, <laughs> yeah, there maybe that's why Springs. Maybe that's what Springsteen does. He's a three hour shows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's part myth. He plays for an hour, then all of a sudden nothing happens for an hour because he's just in this streamlight state, and then he plays again. <laughs> and that's just one song. Yeah. When he starts talking about his daddy, and then he got his draft card. So let's talk about sex. Okay. Baby. Baby. 
50. <laughs> you and me. Biths become mature at age 10. Ooh. Oh, I don't know if we I can talk that. about this. Yes, we can. Okay. Because from that moment on, their sex organs start to atrophy. So over time, they're not even they able to, to reproduce. Yes. Oh, my God. So they they just kind of like naturally go limp. Yeah. Like everything in them. They're limp skit. Oh, my God. <laughs> how, how long were you sitting on that one? <laughs> I just thought of it. Okay. <laughs> but everything goes limp, so they can't reproduce. Um, they also, the part of their brains that controls sexual urges and impulses, that also dries up and atrophies. Well, it so, happens after marriage, too. <laughs> so to procreate, they must use an artificial con- conception kind of thing, which is called in the notes, a computer mating service. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do you swipe left or right? Yeah. <laughs> no one asked for that to be written. <laughs> there it is but i'm glad it's written so yeah and and they would have to go in they would take genetic material from the the male and female they would match them with a mate they would incubate it and for a year it would be incubated and that's how bit babies get made they don't hey you must have been a beautiful bit baby <laughs> over the last 12 months of the year you must have been a tiny but head <laughs> you look like my mother's rear. Wow, <laughs> Biff! <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> because of their position in the galaxy and it being easy to get to places from where they were, they were everywhere. Mm. Um, Biff, like everywhere you want to be. Yeah. And, and that's why they're in like all the stuff that Chris said. Like it's a good way to Star Warsy up your thing. That's true. If you stick yeah. up yep. With it. yep. Stick Aaron a bit and a Greedo and a Hammerhead. Yeah. Although none of those were in the sequels yet, but I still have hope for Rise of Beth Walker. <laughs> <laughs> Instant Star Wars goulash. There you go. So Clackdoor gets attacked at some point, yeah. and in the attack, their ecosystem is destroyed. So then for them to survive on the planet, they all live in domes. Like okay. biodomes. Okay. <laughs> can't have any fun if you... Oh, I got that messed up that line. says you can't have any fun. To, what does he say? He said, just because we're stuck in a bubble doesn't mean we can't yeah, cause any trouble. trouble. That's uh, what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Dave's uh, knowledge of Biodome, man, out of nowhere. I fucking Tim and I love Biodome. That's a great movie, yeah. Ugh. I love that movie. Why do you looking Biodome? Because I can. You don't like Polly Shore, do you? No, I don't. Come on, man. The weasel. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I love Polly Shore. But because this the ecosystem got destroyed, a lot of the Bith that were born after that, their genetic code was altered, and they became like a subspecies that they called the Y-Bith or the Ghost Bith. And then there, it became like this whole kind of race or like caste system. The, the regular Bith would cast them out of the mainstream. So it's kind of, they're kind of dicks in that way. Yeah, yeah. Like dicks and buttheads. but in general they were pacifists they remained neutral in all kinds of things they would hide back at their planet during the clone wars they would hide 
they were taken over by the Empire easily. Where, they didn't. Where are they never going to find us? On our home planet. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> That's why the set, the younger generation is so stupid. <laughs> Don't talk to them. <laughs> they did leave the planet. They didn't resist the Empire after the war and went to work with them in a scientific capacity right away. They went back into hiding during the Thrawn campaign. I mean, anytime there's anything happening, they go back to the planet and hide. Let's go to Clagdor 6. Jesus. It's right next door. They'll never see us. But generally, they were engineers, tech work, and music, like I said. But many did become bartenders. Oh. Because in Bith culture, the bartender was as revered as the priests. Well. We have another one, Bishop. This is, now you can understand. <laughs> Matt knows. I do. Matt's done made several a confession <laughs> to a bartender, I'm sure. This is true. You know who I hate? The younger bits. Fuck the, those fucks. Why bits? <laughs> the why bit? Yeah. Generation Y bit. <laughs> the millennials. They're ruining everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're always on their, their fucking phones with their phones literally glue their face because they're nearsightedness. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. A way to use the information presented in the episode. I. <laughs> I'd tip my hat to you, sir. Yes. Tim is listening. We mainly see them, and everyone knows them as Figure and Dan in the modal nose, but there were other ones. There was a bit Jedi named Futon. Joey? Futon? Futon. It's P-H apostrophe T-O-N. That's where Joey Futon was in, what do you call it, the Attack of the Clones. Yeah. Maybe you're right. Bith, bith, bith. There was a Bith Sith. Oh. Funny because it rhymes. Sith. Darth Tenebrus. Tenebrus? What? <laughs> Tenebrus. They're all was, fabulous. Was actually the master of Darth Pelagus. Whoa. So this is, oh. This, this Bith Sith was actually a big deal as far as that whole storyline goes. Darth Pelagus kills him. The first lesson of being a Sith Bith is learning the notes. Every good boy deserves flange. Get the guitar. <laughs> <laughs> it's evil. Nothing more evil than flange. I thought he was going to say flan or flan. flan. That nothing is more evil than a delicious custard with a caramel goop on top that you actually flip over if you make it you understand now that i'm saying Plagueis, you make it this on the bottom and the top and then you flip it and then you top it and then there it is flan get the guitar flange it <laughs> <laughs> you'll never understand flan but you understand flange and everlasting life <laughs> <sighs> All right, well, some behind-the-scenes stuff. They, oh, we're done? Speech, <laughs> you, want, you want me to I make thought there was more. I thought, I, Yeah, I thought there was going to be more oh, coming. It's, I didn't uh, want to end the story on flange. No, that's the perfect way to end oh, it. okay. <laughs> the species was originally called Sikmu, which oh. is an anagram. <laughs> I like that name better. <laughs> well, it's, like, it's an anagram of sorts of music, so it's, it's dumb. Uh, that's, isn't that the Ben & Jerry's flavor? It tastes like puke. <laughs> is it a sick moo? 
<laughs> they were created by a guy it's a named Pickaxe Flavor. Yeah. <laughs> Doug Beswick. Have you guys met Doug Beswick? Nope. No, I don't believe so. Doesn't ring a bell. All right. You got to get him because he is listed as not only the creator of the mask and the look, he's listed as playing one of them in the band. In, oh, uh, I may have his autograph on a card, but I know we don't have him on our posters. He okay. might be dead, actually. Oh, it's going to so. be hard to get his autograph. <laughs> you hope so. I'm sorry. That's terrible. <laughs> he did a lot of stuff. I looked at his credits. He did Beetlejuice, Evil Dead 2, Aliens, Terminator, Ghostbusters, and Tim, Cabin Boy. I thought you were going to oh, say oh, the Phantom. Would you like to buy a monkey? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is how a mermaid dances. <laughs> he is still alive, by the way. Damn it. That's like shit. <laughs> well, go get him to sign your Cabin Boy poster. Yeah. Because I know you have one. Uh, anything that has a burping cupcake in it. That's, <laughs> that's, that's high art. And some fun facts. I looked up Bith on Urban Dictionary. Oh, no. Yes. There are two definitions. The first definition, to Bith, is to ejaculate prematurely, usually in a humorous manner. I do that all the fucking time. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, I should that, laugh. That's but. every night for me. So the, I love on Urban Dictionary, their little sentences, you know, to put it in context. The sentence yeah. is, that girl was so hot, she made me biff. Oh, my God. I <laughs> like, love I guess, it. like, biff my pants, you know, my pants. Like you're Mike Tyson. I biff my pants. This is the thing about Urban Dictionary. Everything, it doesn't matter what the word, I can make a word up and I call it, like, you know, booble man. And it'll be something sexual Look or racist. Yes. <laughs> Boo Boo Man. Well, the second definition is a Bith is a man who is such an unbelievable pussy <laughs> that he's even worse than a bitch. Ah, okay. The mayor of Pussy Town. And their sentence is Did you see Tony cry and beg for that girl to stay with him after she cheated on him? And the man replies, Yeah, dude, what a Bith. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god so the next time you watch Star Wars remember that and that's all I got oh. yeah, that's good anyone else aroused right now or no is it <laughs> no. just me I'm just about you? to Bith <laughs> I'm about to Bith I go go you Bith <laughs> is that the sound you make <laughs> every notes. night every day <laughs> yeah Oh, that's the Chicago. As soon as we walked in there, <laughs> see, and 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 our roommates thought we were just love love Star Wars yeah. so much. We were saying the word Bith. No, we were. He thought he thought we were basically doing a lot of Jerry Lewis and Percy. <laughs> hey, lady Bith. Bith. <laughs> well, Chris wanted a hey, lady Bith. This chick at the at the pizza restaurant. Holy shit. Holy Bith. I cannot believe of how perfect her breasts were. But he wouldn't stop staring at them. Like I she had, was like literally sitting like four feet away. And he was like, Bruh. I had an alcoholic beverage. One alcoholic beverage. <laughs> That's all it takes. And I couldn't. And, I was looking at her pepperonis. Turned them into a manimal. Uh, oh, manimal. And you did the Jerry Lewis voice. Yeah. Hey, lady. Hey, lady. 
<laughs> I think we I think we ate didn't we eat at like what was that like the pink taco? Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. We, we 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 had to wait a little while. So there was this there was this lady bar next door that we went into and uh uh and then Chris had like one beer and like a sip of my old fashioned or whatever I had, gin and tonic. Yeah. yeah. And Chris was like drunk off his ass. I was. <laughs> <laughs> I was I I because we didn't eat all fucking day and I was starving so I had a, I had an empty belly. I'm trying to remember what the name of this what the name of that place was. It you was it was pink taco. You said. I think it was and it, they Tim they were wearing shirts that was so they said they yeah said it, 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 was, it was it was called the pink taco yep. And the girls had a lot of shirts saying you know you better eat at the pink taco just how it was worth <laughs> it. It was one of the shirts was uh what was it? if if you're Something like like if you want to eat your 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 girlfriend will. Yeah, it was it was nice. Yeah. It was nice. Nice place. <laughs> sure got some take home shirts for the kids. Classy. It's classy I, I was looking at it. I wanted the one that the girl was wearing on, but but didn't have any. On the uh, the swick swick little Ricky uh, Instagram page, there was a picture of him at the pink taco. Oh, little plug for swick little Ricky. Swick little Ricky and a reason to go look. See the pink taco. Um, uh, Matt, do you got any any uh, feedback for us? I didn't really put much together because I had that one that I was saving, and the others are I collected some iTunes reviews, but I can save those for later. You you brought up celebration a couple times now. We haven't done a post celebrations um, episode yet, so is there like shout outs to the anyone you saw or anyone you wanted to mention in the feedback for this one before we get too far away from celebration having already? I would like Tim to get his computer fixed. <laughs> Yeah, I have. We we actually recorded four at the at each night. We recorded a uh, a, a daily roundup yeah. of each day, and as soon as I got home, my computer would not boot uh, back lovely. up. So it's been now almost almost two months. Um, I just haven't gets- I just haven't had a chance to bring it to yeah. uh, the uh, computer shop to see if I could get recover it. But yeah, there are four recordings of us talking about our days. Yeah, and I think I think five Tim. It was a five day convention thing every night. We oh did. yeah, yeah, we would have we would have had all. So we're gonna so, hopefully maybe maybe like a, a down the road bonus special episode if if Tim gets it working. Okay, well, well how did how did the meetups go? I mean, not to give me the whole details. I just I haven't even talked oh. to you guys about celebration. We um, well, we had we had uh, we had the one. At um, where did we go? We went to uh, the arcade. Yes, and that one that one went really well. We had we had a bunch of people drop by there. I think I'd say we had about what 10, 10 to ten to thirteen people drop. Yeah, by. it was it was a nice nice little crowd and all. Yeah, at the we went to headquarters beercade, and that was that was fun. Um, we were gonna do a movie one, but things didn't work out, and we weren't able to do that. Um, we had to cancel that one. Um, what else, what else do we do? Do we do we do another like little meetup like somewhere? I don't think so. But I was telling them them earlier that we, I kept on posting where we were and whatnot, and and you know, and listeners would would see us or spot us. But remember when we were waiting outside some kind of one of those um those toy panels, whatever it was, and you were dozing off, sleeping. I took a photo of you. Yeah. 
And I said, you know, come, come meet us. We're waiting in line for blah blah blah. Oh, and, we had and the the, three, the girl. Three, um, yeah, there was three different people. Nicka Bruzzi was one of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, cute little girl. Not not little. She was you know not like a a ten year old. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this, a, a cute this, small and stature woman. There you go. And someone else, like three people, tracked us down. They went to the hall and and went to the line to to say hi to us and all, yeah, which cool. was nice. Yeah. We we did each day. We met we met a lot of different people that listen to the show. Unfortunately, I can't remember everybody's <laughs> names. Uh, then but we we posted a lot of pictures on the on our Facebook page of, of a lot of the people that we met um, that, that listen to the show, and it, it was it was it was really great. And actually, I, I this I went in I went into this particular Star Wars celebration ready to hate it. <laughs> And I really, I really did not. I really, really had a great time. It was fun. It was, it was expensive as hell for the yeah. autographs, but it was just an adventure, you know. I always, though, I think Tim and I even brought it up when, when we went to Orlando and whatnot or Anaheim or something. And whenever Matt and Dave are there, I just, every time that we're there, I always hear, I think it's mostly Dave, just turns and goes, So you do this? All five days, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like, so what do you do after the first, you know, ten minutes that you're here? It's like yeah. it's always like you're here all day. <laughs> oh, it yep. it really it, it was it was like? a lot of it was a lot of fun. I we didn't get into any of the panels that we wanted to. Oh, um, we did we we did we got into one main room panel. At least I got got into uh, for the Phantom like, Menace. Well, that was the second room. We got into okay. like the overflow room, but for the, um, for the uh, we we got into the arena to see the uh, Warwick Davis thing, which was which was okay, but it was it was kind of cool to be in that room. Yeah. Um, but it, yeah, I mean, with the autograph, uh, while it was expensive, um, this is this is by far the most expensive. Oh uh, uh, yeah, celebration we've been to for a lot of reasons. It's probably the just hotel get was worse. crazy expensive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the hotel was crazy expensive. Uh, the, the everything about it was crazy expensive. I but I I will say this. I got one autograph that Chris did not get. <sighs> oh fuck! Go ahead, tell this fucking story. <laughs> you guys don't know this, do you? No, I don't think they do. No. no. All right. Well, oh God, I was yeah. I was getting uh, I was getting Junos's Junos the new Chewbacca. Yeah, I was getting his autograph, and I saw. Basically, the there they, they, there was the main panel, and then there was like the where they would go on and do the Star Wars show, which is like the web thing uh, of the people of of all the the people from Rise of Skywalker. So I was standing there, and I saw a lot of them just running by, and I saw um, shoot, what's his name? Um, Poe. Po, saw Poe go by. Uh, yeah, I saw saw all of them. All of them go by. Finn. Um, was was going by and then he came back out and he was signing autographs and taking selfies with people for, for a while. long time like yeah i i mean i wanted to slow clap at how fantastic this guy was Dude, john boyega uh, with the fans john boyega oh, okay. yeah he came out and yeah he i mean he was out there for a good 45 minutes at minimum and i thought that was really neat but i was standing in line for for chewbacca i'm like i don't want to get out of line <laughs> and uh <laughs> I'm not going to get out of line. I'm gonna, I'll wait. It just so happened that as I was finishing up with uh, 
Chewbacca, the, that panel thing was ending. And I just happened to be at the right moment, at the right time, in the right spot yep. for Kathleen Kennedy and J.J. Abrams and a couple other people. Kathleen Kennedy, zip, right by. J.J. Abrams stopped. I gave him my marker. No. And <laughs> he took my marker. He signed my poster. Wow. And, yep. and and kept my pen and just and just went down and signed, uh, signed a bunch of other people. Son of a bitch. I, 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 he, he was going to hand it back to me. I said, no, you keep it. Because there were other people uh, there were there. And he, he said, he's, he, I remember him just saying, like, I don't remember if he said thank you. We just gave you that, that sort of thank you look. He's like, I can, he just I kept can the afford pen a pen, kid. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he took he took a marker and signed a bunch of autographs for people. He was he signed up for like maybe like three or four minutes and wow. then psh, out the door. That's pretty amazing. Yep. So but then the word got out that that was where you stand. Yeah. So and that's where the, everyone was. Uh, was from that point on. You couldn't walk through that area without yeah. when, the wall when anything was going on on that stage. Everybody knew this is where they come. That's um, actually where I saw Carl Weathers. Walk, yeah, walk Carl Weathers. Out. We saw him go go in and out. And uh, yeah, a bunch of the people from the Mandalorian. But yeah, I, I was I just happened to be in the right place at the right time. And I remember calling Chris. I'm like, guess who I just got? Yeah, and yeah, I knew. I, I don't know what why. Did you I, say? I, I, I'm going to assume instead of being happy for you, he called you some kind of name. <laughs> I don't think I did. Oh, okay. No, no. I, oh, okay. Pretty cool. All right. Let's see. I didn't. That's good to hear. I I didn't want to rub it in at that moment, uh, but but later on, no. Uh, later rest, on, yeah. The rest of the but at that moment, I was like, I was like, Chris, <laughs> you're not going to believe what just happened. You and, and you and you guessed it first. You got fucking JJ Abrams. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> yeah, exactly what I said. But, but I said, I, I said, I said, but I, I said, come over to this spot and maybe we could get some of the other people. And when you came over, you saw, I think you saw John Boy and, uh, and, 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 and I, Oscar Isaac. And yes. Some of those people come in and out, but, but it, they were it, gone. It was, yeah. They it was like this. So fast, but you didn't. You didn't tell. Tim has this poster. He has a new thing he's doing from the Disney air on yeah, on up. I've seen it. I've seen it's when he a, bought it. He bought it down at uh, the Orlando celebration. Yeah, I bought it at the last. Yeah, one. it's a big thing of Ray. It's like a shadow. It's shadowy figure of Ray. And here's here's the thing. And this is not a joke. JJ signed in her for JJ area. <laughs> <laughs> so we so it's so cool though. Like you see JJ Abrams autograph, like literally it's it's right there at the spot. Great uh, <laughs> JJ's. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, and and uh and 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 the the little girl who plays baby Ray is doing conventions. She's because I guess she's on The Walking Dead. Yeah, she's going to Oh, UMU. she's Judith, isn't she? In, in a jersey, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. Yep. Yeah, and she's and she's doing one here in Nashville, so I'm gonna go and uh, get get her to sign near next to next to Ray and JJ. Yeah, but it was um, it, it it really when it's all said and done, I'm I mean I'm still paying for this <laughs> this convention. It's it's expensive, uh, yeah. but when it's all said and done, it's it, it was a lot of fun, a lot of great memories. I loved being in Chicago. Um, w- w- it was really cold. Uh-huh. It was a lot colder than I thought yeah. it was going to be. I remember Chris saying it's going to be cold. I'm like, I'm like, fuck you. It's it's middle of April. It's going to be <laughs> it's going to be spring and nice. And it snowed. No, it was cold. It snowed. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I did not. I did not pack uh, for the cold. I had to buy a a hoodie. A, a, he a did. Chicago, I mean, yeah. He, and a, he <laughs> literally, I like a Walgreens. Uh, so. But it was, it was 
it, it really was. Okay. Uh, and, and, um, it would, it would have been great to have an event, but you know, it, it just, it, it would not have, uh, it wouldn't have worked with just Chris and I. So who knows, uh, what the future may bring for Anaheim. If we can, if we can talk, uh, these other two guys, maybe, or at least one of the other two guys to come in and maybe we can do another panel or something next year, but you never know. Good luck, uh, good luck with that. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I only asked the whole time they were there about the hot dog situation oh. in Chicago. Oh yeah. Where did we go? We went, shoot. It started with a P. Um, uh, it was pure heaven is what it yeah. was, Dave. And they got two of them, man. And mm. it's exactly what you want. And then some, it was so fucking good. The Chicago style hot dog. Yeah. We went back in that area three times because that, that place was right across the street from um, the Hard Rock. Went to the Hard, hard Rock, Rock. last night we were there. And one of the pizza places was in that general area. We went to two different pizza places. The first one was really good. The second one was just okay. But we, we ate it at the Hard Rock on the last night and it was pretty dead. And our waiter guy was the coolest fucking guy yeah. I've ever met. Because as soon as I, I don't care about music, it's all Tim shit. He likes all that stuff. But one thing I do when I go into a Harvard Cafe, which Dave and Matt, you probably can already guess it. Look for the yeah, Michael, Michael Jackson shit. Oh, oh exactly. Hard Rock. Yeah, sorry. I was thinking Planet Hollywood. Sorry. My bad. So. Do they have, do they have the little bells set up that he would set up to warn people when he would walk in his bedroom in there? <laughs> I will. I'm gonna. I'm gonna delete that from this episode, Dave. <laughs> I'd like to see you do that. I would like to see what an edited uh, show edited by Chris looks like in the end. <laughs> There'll be no no episode for that. Um, <laughs> he said they as soon as that shit happened, everything is gone, removed wow. out of of all the hard rocks. You should have like stole a waiter's uniform and snooped around them because it's probably in the building somewhere. I didn't even fucking think of that, man. He, yeah. they were. They you gotta were so- save that shit, man. You gotta like, you gotta wear the, you know, the. You gotta sneak around and yep. go wherever you want. You could walk play the, out of there with a thriller jacket or something. The sneaky, well, he was, uh, the sneaky um, Gilligan's Island music. He was so cool because I asked, asked about Michael. And then later on, I'm just I'm 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 sitting there, and he walks past me. He hands me his own personal phone, and he goes, "Here, I like Michael." And there's a Michael Jackson video playing on his fucking phone. Oh God! What? Yeah. That was a sex thing. Yeah, you, yeah. you missed it. I I think he did. He, he ask you what time it was after it was over. There's a train station down the street. What time is it in my mouth? Is what he said. Half, Did you pass shit in town? <laughs> but yeah, it was it was fun, and we we had a, a good time. Even though Tim snores, <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, cool. I cool. dumped I dumped Chris uh, the last night. I was like, "You guys, go on." I'm gonna go. I, I went to the there was a little piano bar down the street called the the I guess it was just called the Redhead Piano Bar, oh. <laughs> the Blue Oyster. No, it was this it was this little piano bar, uh, and it was actually really cool. I sat sat down had. Had a couple uh, whiskey drinks and uh, listened to someone keep playing the piano man over and over again. I didn't go to that. <laughs> over and over again. You didn't go on the Perfect Strangers uh, reality tour? We did see where they worked. 
uh, our our hotel was right across from the Tribune. Yeah. Nice. So out out our window it was like there's a Tribune. You can see where where well, Balky Bartokamos. I think it was you, Dave, that I took a photo or, or something, and and you were like, I think that's the bridge from Perfect Strangers. Like you were yep. like, yeah, was, right on top of you that. said it, you should. It was at your window. I was like, yeah, that's the. That's the standing tall on the wings of my dreams. Rise and fall. <laughs> we went to a we went to a bowl more. Uh, there was a there there was a there was a little bowling alley. So we we had our own private balls for all, not sexual. Mm. Whoa! <laughs> and I won. Yeah, I did. It was it, it really it really was a a really good time, and and we were just a hop skip and a jump from the bean. Oh well, um, yeah, and, and the the, uh, the uh, Maribel Children Fountain. We saw the fountain. That's funny. We walked there on the on the windiest day ever. Yeah, it was like it was cold. And then uh, after after Chris and everybody left, uh, I because they were leaving in the morning. I I uh, I had the day, so I went down to uh, the, the art museum where um, from Fer- Ferris Bueller. Yeah, so I went and checked out uh, a lot of the art from Ferris Bueller. Yeah, had, had, a, had a good old time there. It was fun. Sounds great. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Very nice. So Not as great as trivia. <laughs> I was going to say to wrap up, you guys did give out cards for our uh, exclusive episode of Quig on Jinda re- recorded for that. And now that it's been a, a few months, I'm going to put together some kind of trade for feedback like we did with the postcards, but it's not going to be because oh, postcards nice. it's just going to be online because when I, you know, keeping track of those, yeah, like postcards are real hard to keep track of, but I <laughs> going to pick them up, making sure I'm reading the ones I hadn't read before and whatnot was, uh, I'll just do it with emails when it comes down to, but I will set that up. I'll probably talk about it next episode, but that's coming. But I wanted to mention that that episode did exist because it is now posted on Patreon, which I have not talked about the past few episodes. So if you uh, don't know about our Patreon account, it is literally that the thing that keeps everything going, not just on Star Wars and Character, but com, And we post uh, quite a few things on that feed, including Swick Extra Minutes, which we just recorded about an hour ago for this episode. So uh, if you want to learn more about it, you can find it at patreon.com slash news as and scroll through and see what those exclusive uh, episodes are. Cause we've had it for a few years now and honestly, I lost track. It does have our infamous speaking of celebration. I should mention this. It has our probably our most infamous special episode ever for Patreon. And that is our night at the uh, Korean karaoke place here in Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> that is an epic tale. That alone is worth one month of support, if not more. I would like to hear that again. Yeah. Because <laughs> I want to go back so bad. <laughs> now it's time for, for, for um, what's the title, Dave? This is Jeopardy. We got we to gotta find out what, what the theme song is <laughs> for Jeopardy. Rise and fall. fall. <laughs> so it's called Jeopardy because... Uh, Loyal listener Jay has written questions and we are answering them and betting things and bonuses and just sit back and enjoy it. <laughs> yep. The scores are like this after one episode in a 25 episode arc. Chris has one point. I have six points. Matt and Tim have zero points. Mm-hmm. So, Chris, yes, here's your question. 
Domhnall Gleeson made his Star Wars debut in Episode 7, The Force Awakens, as what villain? You can, for three points, get it without the multiple choice. Or for one point, I will offer you the multiple choice. Domhnall Domhnall Gleeson made his Star Wars debut in Episode 7, The Force Awakens, as what villain? It's that Nazi guy. (laughs) (laughs) It's Nazi. Hitler? Hitler in Star Wars. No. It's like, it's like, God, God, we have no authority. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> that sounds like Hitler. Donald, Gen- you're Gen- at a 17. I need you at about a four on this one. Right? General, <laughs> I know. General Hux. General Hux. You're going with General Hux and, and no multiple choice? I don't want any multiple choice. I want, I want a three pointer here. He's a guy from Harry Potter, right? Or am I just. Thing. He is in Harry Potter. He's also in Peter Rabbit. <laughs> so, so, so I haven't seen that. Too. Of course. No, you're missing out. It's it's a great you, fucking movie. You keep oh, telling me that. It really is. It's a it's a really good fucking movie. Peter Rabbit. I recommend it. All right, General, General Hux. Hux. Wow. The three points is correct. Yeah. Which means yeah, at the moment, correct, sir. You have a total of four points at the moment. Going into the bonus. Do you want to bet any of your four points or do you just want to go for the bonus and get two? I'll just go for the bonus and get two. Okay. Here's your bonus question. This was not the first time Gleason graced the silver screen in a major box office hit. He played the (laughs) role of Bill Weasley in what global phenomenon film series? The Phantom. (laughs) Toll Booth. Harry Potter. Harry Potter is correct for two more points. I answered that before you even got the question. That's true. <laughs> you did. Which puts you at six and tied for the lead. Holy is that the ginger motherfucker from Harry Potter? <laughs> is that what you said when you saw him? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did that. That's what Kathleen there. Kennedy said. <laughs> yeah. Hire <laughs> that ginger motherfucker over there. Me? You want to hire me? Yeah. I, sh- I should have bet all of it. Fucking it. <laughs> All right, it is my turn, and I have picked a random question, and it is this. Before Episode 7, The Force Awakens, what was the only film to earn a PG-13 rating out of the six films? Ooh. Before Episode I remember. <laughs> I remember. Good. Don't worry. Don't <laughs> worry, worry. I remember Episode 3 being PG-13 because of the carnage i guess of the end so i'm going to not do multiple choice and say episode three let me find the answer episode three revenge of the sith all right damn you got nine now (laughs) three points i have a total of nine and i can decide i'm gonna bet i'm gonna bet those three Ooh. and see what the bonus the bonus question is what scene or scenes in, is the reason for the PG-13 rating? <laughs> We're answering our question before we get the question. I assume he means what I was just talking about. <laughs> so I will say the uh, the mutilation. Uh, you know what? It could be the younglings. And where Anakin draws one of the younglings like one of his French girls. <laughs> <laughs> Please, Mr. Skywalker, draw me like one of your French girls. I got a better idea. Chop. 
I guess it could be Chop. Chop. It could be the murder of the younglings, but because that it would be disturbing to kids, even though they don't show anything. You'd, the kid would know what's going on. I'm going to stick lightsaber light up, you know. I'm going to stick with the the what happens to Vader. Yeah, for my three. That's Let's see gory. what he says. He says. The ending of the fight scene between Obi-Wan and Anakin where Anakin gets cut up and burned. Also, the whole making of transition Anakin to Vader. That's not what you said. You don't get no points. Mm. No. You just, you just said the word Vader once. <laughs> yep. Do I get the points? Yes, you do. Fine. All right. So that's three more. What? Jesus Christ, you got three. 12, Dave. I have 12. All right, Matt. Okay, go ahead. Screw me on this one now, too. <laughs> Your question's coming out of the questions about us. Okay, I got a shot. And here it is. Which one of us do you like best? (laughs) Jay writes, (laughs) now known as the most successful panel ever at Celebration, the obscure character face-off had which character character ultimately win the whole thing originally? Oh, really? I was going to say, which one? In the first one, who was the big winner? That was General Maximilian Veers. Let me see if that's right. And the last time Leland G <laughs> ever talked to us. Actually, that's Aww. not true. He came to balls, the first balls for all. Yeah. And then Disney bought him and he never talked to us again. General Maximilian Veers is correct for three points. He, he was going to show Chris and I around... Uh, Skywalker Ranch and the Presidio if we made our way out there, but Chris didn't want to go. I didn't say they don't want to go. Yeah. Like, it's going to be so much money to go to Chicago After celebration. a year from now. <laughs> and you're still paying for celebration. Stop it. Yeah, that's true. And then, he, <laughs> then Leland reminded himself what show this was and went, ooh, I rescind. Uh, yeah, those guys. All right, Matt. Do you want to bet? Any <laughs> That's when Leland goes. It's real expensive out here. Lots and lots of money. Too much for you. Can't come out here. Ooh, all the hotel. All the one hotel's booked. <laughs> <laughs> no. What do I get? If I get it without betting, I get two points. Is that yes, what you'll get two all points right. if you just get it right, or you can bet your three. No, I'll take the. the I'll, I'll take the chance on the just the two. Okay, for two points, your bonus question is this. Now that the world knows who the most obscure character is in Star Wars, who was the first character voted out by the audience at Celebration? Oh, my God. I hosted this <laughs> thing, and I don't even know this. <laughs> if oh, my would holy shit. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't. Yeah. I don't even know who faced off in the first one. I think. I have vague recollections I, of a few people. I think. I, don't, I know Wilbur Hood got knocked out way earlier than we thought. I don't know if he was a first rounder. But I'm going to guess it was Wilbur Hood because I know we were all surprised when that happened. And it feels like it would have been an even bigger surprise if he was in the first round. But I can't remember who he went against. I'm going to guess Wilbur Hood, but I don't. I really don't know. I just know he was out in the first round. It was not Wilbur oh, Hood. Oh, man. What was it? Tion Medan. Really? Who was he oh. against, I wonder? <laughs> Damn. Right, you got three, that you got is, three points. That's a deep cut. That's a deep cut. <laughs> and you call first, yourself a fan. First no, cut's the deepest. No, no, not really. <laughs> no, not really. No, not really. Yeah, no, not, <laughs> no, not, no, not actually. 
All right, Tim, here's your question. Mm-hmm. Ben- Wait, you don't have any points there. Okay. Benicio Del Toro was the original actor for what character until George Lucas pulled all but three of his lines? Who was Benicio Del Toro supposed to play until George Lucas pulled all but three of his lines? If you get it right without the multiple choice, it's three. If you want the multiple choice, you can get one. I'm going to need the multiple choice on this one. Was it A, Boss Nass? B, Darth Maul, C, Watto, or D, Captain Ruse Tarples. Um, I would say uh, Darth Maul. Final answer? Final answer, Darth Maul. That is correct. All right. I was going to say, okay. All right, here's your bonus point question for two points. I wonder... If he was just going to be the voice, or if he was going to be the physical representation, Ray Park's role, yeah, yeah, I, I, I had never heard, I never heard any of that. Well, here you go. Yep. Benicio del Toro did eventually return to the Star Wars series as a character in what movie? <laughs> that would be uh, TLJ. TLJ. That is correct. He even has his character name here. And what he did, do you know that as well? For no extra points. That's uh, DJ. He was a, what do they call a slicer? He has code breaker. Code breaker. Well, it's kind of the same. Slicer's another word for code breaker. Yeah. Okay. Tian Midon so went, went against Bo Sheck. I'm looking it up now. Yeah. <laughs> Jay has done his research. Yeah, right? Damn, Jay. So after two rounds, Chris with six, Dave with 12, Matt with three, Tim with three. Damn. These are some good fucking hard questions, man. I'm not going to get any right when he asks about me. (laughs) If it's anything. What is your middle name? I don't know. Multiple choice, please. Demetrius. Well, well, Dave, thank you for telling us all about the asses on Beth. It's my pleasure. <laughs> and we will see my you again. Pleasures. <laughs> Beth. Thanks for listening to Star Wars in Character. Star Wars in Character is part of the NeoZaz.com network of podcasts. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, please visit www.neozaz.com. Star Wars in Character is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Lucasfilm Limited or 20th Century Fox. Star Wars and all Star Wars universe characters, places, or Star Wars related items are the copyright of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. Visit www.swic.neozaz.com for the latest Star Wars in character episodes and information.